Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living with IBD, an IBD podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss the challenges of living with inflammatory bowel disease and the place where we feature those IBD warriors who have learned valuable lessons along the way. I'm your host, Elaine. Before we get started, please remember that the information discussed on this podcast is not medical advice. Any questions regarding your health should be directed to your healthcare provider. Today's episode is all about getting the most out of your doctor's appointments for your IBD. How do you prepare for these meetings so that you're able to have meaningful conversations with your healthcare provider? Joining me today are two lovely people who were diagnosed with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, both of which are forms of IBD. Lizzie was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2014 and lives in Virginia. Lizzie, welcome to the Living with IBD podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. And Sherry was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2002 and lives in Indiana. Sherry, welcome to the Living with IBD podcast. Thanks so much, Elaine. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, Let's start with the first question about appointments. Having a successful appointment with your doctor often depends on what happens before you meet up. How do you prepare for your appointments ahead of time? What are some of your tips and tricks? Lizzie? Um, I prepare depending on the type of appointment. If it is a follow-up appointment, um, I just kind of go in with a mental note on how I've been feeling recently. Um, most of the time, if it's follow-up, I'm usually okay. Um, so it's just kind of a quick appointment. Um, if I am going in for an appointment with a specific agenda, so I haven't been feeling well, I think I'm having a flare-up, I think I may be needing some kind of blood work or anything like that, um, I just make mental notes before I go in on kind of how I've been feeling the weeks leading up to that appointment um, and try to just jot down some questions that I may have for my doctor um, and just really trying to make sure that I leave the appointment knowing everything that I went in wanting to ask. I do about the same, Lizzie. It depends on what I'm in there for. If it's a follow-up appointment or it's just a yearly checkup or a semi-yearly, I can ask her many things. I do jot things down just in case my mind slips up a little bit. But basically, that's exactly how I prepare. Sounds like you both benefit from taking some time before your appointments to come up with questions to ask. Now tell me, how often do you see your doctor for your IBD? I see my doctor um, regularly, I would say about twice a year, um, probably around every six to eight months. But if I'm feeling sick, then he always fits me in um, before that six to eight month mark. So regularly six to eight months, but it could be more if I'm feeling if I'm feeling like I am having a lot of symptoms and need to be seen before that. And, and I am the same. I go every six months and uh, unless I don't feel well and they're always more than um, able to, to get me and accommodate my schedule and their schedule. That's great to hear that your doctors can be flexible when you need them. Now, Lizzie, you were fairly young when you were diagnosed with Crohn's disease. What were those early appointments like? Did you have anyone there to help you process everything? When I was younger, when I was first diagnosed, I was um, still in college. I was like probably 18, maybe just about to turn 19, super young. So I always had my mom come with me. When I was first being diagnosed, there was a lot of information thrown at me, um, stuff that I didn't really understand. I was kind of just explained to him how I was feeling. And then he would talk about test results and stuff like that. And my mom would definitely be the one asking the questions. Um, 
which honestly for me was help extremely helpful just because I didn't really know what to ask. Um, and not that my mom necessarily knew much about my Crohn's disease either or like kind of what it was, but I don't know. I just feel like she has the mom instincts to ask all the questions that I didn't even know that I needed to ask basically. So that was always extremely helpful. Sounds like having a loved one or care partner such as your mother with you at the beginning was a huge help. How do you approach your appointments now that you're a little older? Now I pretty much go on my own unless, um, like for example, about a year or two ago, um, I had just a routine procedure done and something that they thought may be alarming kind of came up on the scans. Um, So I had a follow-up appointment and I had my fiance come with me just so A, I could have some like social support, but also just have another set of ears in there um, for the diagnosis. Ended up being fine. For the most part, now I go on my own unless it's something that I really think that I might not be able to handle on my own. That makes sense. Now, going back to the value and flexibility with your doctor, telemedicine is something we've been hearing a lot more about these days. Have either of you met with your doctor via telemedicine? Yeah, I've met with my doctor once um, via telemedicine, and honestly, it was just as productive for me um, as going into the office. I it was just a routine checkup, kind of check in, see how I'm feeling, kind of appointment. And I actually live an hour away from where my doctor's office is located, so telemedicine was extremely convenient for me. In my opinion, a lot of times when I go to um, my gastro doctor, it's kind of just like a very in-depth conversation about how I'm feeling and if I think that we need to change anything, if I've had any symptoms or they're like, that kind of thing. Um, So for me, telemedicine was great because I still got that same sort of face-to-face, not in person, but I could still see his face and he could see my face and kind of see my reactions and stuff like that. Um, So I had a good experience with it. Exactly. I I have had three of them. At first it was a little, I don't know about this, but it was was great. Uh, Mine were routine also. Even if it was for something that maybe I was very ill, I'm sure that I would have gotten my answers from my doctor. So I I felt they were very productive meetings and um, my appointments went smooth and great and they were always on time and I could just be here at home and take a chill. I'm glad it seems to be working for you both. Now, switching gears a little bit, we know how important it is to have a doctor you feel comfortable being open and honest with. Do you feel like your doctor truly understands the burden IBD has on your life, Lizzie? In the past, I would say that some of my doctors did not necessarily super understand the burden that it had on my life. When I was first being diagnosed, um, I was a sophomore in undergrad and I was going through a very difficult year. Um, what had to do with like clinicals and stuff like that. And there was just like a lot of labs that I needed to be on, be in that I was missing because I didn't feel good. And I don't think that he necessarily understood like how much I had going on in my personal life and why I was like so like needing to feel better or like have something that makes me feel better. Um, So that was a little bit frustrating. But as I've gotten older and I've learned how to like advocate for myself more, I feel like they understand more. And that also could just be because I have learned to communicate better with my doctors. But the doctor that I currently have now, I think that he really truly does understand like the burden that this can have on my life when I don't feel good. And he understands my profession and like how I have to deal with it. 
those are great words, Lizzie, because I think that I, I felt the same way uh, because I have had a few doctors. I really felt through every one of them that I had a very good connection with them. But this, my current one, she really does understand and she knows how I am. She knows how I want to feel. She knows how I want to connect with my disease. Well, I'm really glad to hear that for both of you, because I know this isn't always the case for patients. But let's explore that a little further. Even though you two have these great relationships with your doctors, are there any topics you still find difficult to discuss with them? I think with any kind of disease, like the ones that we're experiencing, there's always going to be things that are uncomfortable to share um, with a doctor that can be very difficult to discuss. Sometimes we don't want to tell the whole story on like how we're feeling because we think that they're embarrassing um, and we just like don't want to have to talk about it because we think it's kind of gross to talk out loud about it but with diseases like this those are it's like so 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 important to tell your doctor because they've heard it before there's other people just like us that have the same symptoms and that have told the doctor and if we don't tell our doctor how we're feeling it doesn't matter if we think that the symptoms are gross or you think that they're going to laugh at us like they're not right i think that um we sometimes feel within our own self that it is embarrassing and just because if we're we're thinking about it to ourselves but if we do not put the topic out to the doctor how are they ever going to know? And as a rule, it, it probably has something to do with our disease. So we need to speak up and let them know, even when it is embarrassing. And I feel that my doctor has always been very, very professional, and she would understand anything I asked. That's really good advice from both of you. It's so important to speak up, even if it's hard to get over that hurdle of feeling embarrassed. Now, when it comes to managing your disease, do you and your doctor have specific goals you worked towards? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that when I was, obviously, before my diagnosis, the goal was to diagnose me with something. So it was just making me feel better and trying to get a diagnosis to have a clear plan. Um, after I was officially diagnosed with Crohn's disease, that it was, okay, what medication do we think is going to work best for our treatment plan? I would say that as time went on, um, the goal was basically always just to try to get me into remission. Um, and sometimes we thought we were there and then I would feel sick again. So then our new goal was, okay, let's try this plan to try to get her into remission kind of thing. The big picture goal is always to get me into remission. So I'm not so sick anymore. That makes sense, Lizzie. What about you, Sherry? Basically the same thing over over the years. The, the main thing, they just wanted me to edge on to that remission time. And I did do that over the years. And so that goal was met. But with a disease like this, your journey sometimes will stop or maybe you're your specific medication plan is not not working with you. It's not growing with you. So it has always been, let's try to keep you in remission. Let's try to keep you in remission and go from there. And so over those years, I've had my ups and downs. Um, right now, I'm, I've, I've made that goal. And it's, it's a tremendously great feeling to have to know that you are there. And, and we just have to keep me there. So those have always been my goals, my doctor's goals, my family's goals, is just let's keep me healthy. Thanks, Sherry. That makes sense. It sounds like goal setting and adjusting along the way have been important in both of your journeys. 
Now, as we wrap up, what advice do you have for other IBD patients on how to get the most out of their doctor's appointments? I would say that one of the most crucial pieces of advice I have is to ask questions. When I was first diagnosed, I had no idea kind of what my plan was going to look like, what my life was going to look like. All I knew was that basically it was a disease that I couldn't get rid of. Um, So just asking questions like have your doctor explain to you exactly what your diagnosis means. Like, what is your disease? What does that mean for your life going forward? Are you going to have to take medications? Um, Are you going to have to change medications? Is it going to hinder your daily living? That kind of thing that are just like super important to try to find out before. Obviously, it's also important to do your own research as well. But asking those types of questions to things that you don't know is going to give you the most benefit. When I was first diagnosed, I had absolutely no idea what ulcerative colitis was. I I knew what Crohn's was, but I had never heard of this. I didn't know if it was something I did to myself. Did I eat something wrong? Um, No, it was nothing like that. So I had to know in my head where I was going in my life and, and try to put my disease at in the back of my head and not so much in the front of my head as it was in the beginning. So ask those questions. Don't feel uh, ashamed of asking them or embarrassed. If you don't ask, you're never going to know. So just do that. Ask your questions and your doctor's going to be great with you. Thanks, Sherry. Great points. Well, we're out of time for today, but I want to thank you both so much for your time and perspectives. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Elaine. It's been my pleasure. It's been a pleasure here as well. To everyone listening, I hope you'll join us for the next episode of Living with IBD, an IBD podcast. We'll talk soon.